0: Hi everyone. Thank you for listening to the Home Matters podcast. I'm Randy Brock alongside business partners Ron and Lynn Whiteman, Ethan Kasky who's on assignment this morning, and Becca DeYoung is our special guest and she's from Think Bank. And you can find us at whitemanbrock.com, w-i-g-h-t-m-a-n-b-r-o-c-k.com that might even be where you listen to and find all of our past podcasts. All right, good morning everybody. Good, hey, morning. good morning. Good morning. Is your AC working? My AC is working. Are you asking that because in the coldest stretch of winter my <laughs> furnace was not working? <laughs>
1: well, we always say that we can't do without our furnace in the, in, in the, winter, in the winter, but you yeah. know it's been so warm that uh, AC is is critical. Absolutely. And I called for just a routine maintenance on my AC. They're booked out until middle of August.
0: Oh. Hmm. So well. I said,
1: that's what I said, too. Hmm. She said, well, if you have a problem, we can get out there sooner. And I'm going, I may have a problem.
2: <laughs> if you don't get out yeah. sooner.
1: <laughs> but it is a good reminder because we always, I do, I uh, have my furnace serviced every couple of years, but I just, you forget about your AC. Right. So I'm just putting, putting it out there. If you haven't got it serviced, you might think about it.
0: Well, it, this is a good opportunity for me to share a real estate experience and maybe bring that to other people who are selling or buying. I had a house that closed last week, and four days before closing, the AC went out. Of course. Four days. <laughs> Couldn't have happened four months ago right, or anything right, like right. that. But So then the question is, what do you do? And the seller was panicked. They were afraid, like thinking, you know, worst case, you know, it's not going to close or yeah. something tragic is going to happen here, but we got you, you figure it out. Yeah. And that's when things are going to go out. Your AC goes out when it's hot.
2: Because it taxes them. I yeah. mean, we like to run them down to get every last little penny pinched out of a furnace or out of the AC. But the truth is they come on when it's hot or they come on when it's cool, cold and that's when they fail because right. they've, just, they've given us all they're going to give us. Yeah. And so then we're stuck.
1: And yep. just a tip, if you're listening to this and thinking about your air conditioning, <laughs> Becca,
0: (laughs) you think about your unit, you go out
1: there and look at it, make sure that you have at least two feet on all sides where there's no growth on it, (laughs) a neighbor. You're laughing, Randy. I'm
0: laughing because once in a while I find, like, <laughs> I can see it through the prairie. Exactly. Through the four-foot-tall grass. We have
1: a neighbor, and I won't tell you which one, but every time we walk by their house, I look at their air conditioner, you can just barely see the top, and it's just completely surrounded by, you know, shrubs and stuff. So just yeah. a tip if you're... If yeah, you're,
2: you shouldn't hide it like we try sh- to do our utility no, boxes. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't well,
0: do, do, do you like breathing? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. On, most yeah. days. Yeah, most <laughs> days we laugh. Like so, yeah, um, let your AC breathe.
1: Anyway, the, the Rochester market is, is still clicking right along. You know, it's, it hasn't changed that much. I feel like a broken record. We have 136 houses for sale, uh, single family homes in Rochester right now, which is up a little bit from last spring, but very consistent with what we've seen over the last three to five years. Some um, average price of what's on the market is in that 600 range. We've got 253 houses that are pending, waiting to close, which means we're still selling houses every day. Mm-hmm. Average price of those. Is 444,000. So we're still selling, um, you know, above what I would call our median price range, an affordable price range. But the market's good. You, yeah. The thing that has changed right now is you can't push the price and expect what overmarket you know uh, would bring. But uh, still very very active out there.
0: Those buyers, buyers are smart. They are smart. Yeah. they are smart. And they're paying attention, even if they're a first-time home buyer. They've yep. been looking on their app for months and months, just seeing what's out there how it's priced, what's selling, yep. and they know what they're looking at.
2: And with yep. the inventory levels, they've seen all of your competition. Yeah. They've seen it.
0: Literally all of it. Yeah. yeah.
2: So it is, they do know what they're looking for, mm-hmm. and they know when it's priced well. Um, we hardly ever have to tell them that. Right. They'll go.
0: This is priced right. This is good. Yeah. Or it's overpriced. This is it. We're yeah. Yeah. doing this, yeah. 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 So um, when that, you know, you're looking at your buyers in a mm-hmm. house and they look at you sideways and they're like, well, so about the price. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know. Not my listing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I didn't do it. I'm not responsible.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Well, cool.
0: Well, Becca, thank you for being with us this morning.
2: Well, thank you for inviting me. We're yeah. so excited to have you. I We have known Becca for years in all different roles because she did buy a house early on and um she sold a house she and rick sold her house um we knew her before it. think we knew her now at think i mean so first of all tell us just a little bit about your family catch us up let us know what's going on things you know how how's sure. how's stuff at home
3: yeah really good so we've got three children at home, 10, just turned 10, eight and three, and um, married to Rick, and we've been in Rochester. Pretty much, I've been here since sixth grade, so grew up um, in Rochester and and went to school at the U of M and did my master's degree program here um, at, a, at Cardinal Stritch, so really kind of had stayed close to home. Our families are here, so we uh, enjoy spending time both um, his mom and my parents and then our um, siblings and their kids. So just really have a great support system here in Rochester and excited to still be in town and very excited to be back at Think.
1: It's still hard to believe you have three children, especially that age. I mean, yes. it, time flies, but when we first met you, it was like no children mm-hmm. and pool in the backyard, right?
3: Dreams. Yes. Dreams of a pool in the backyard. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: and and then and life changes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, there was <laughs> one point a long time in my life where I didn't plan to have any children. I and remember that. So, yeah, um, that changed. It went from zero to three, and so. You know, Rick still shakes his head about that. <laughs> and now we are
2: all the same age, and your children are growing up. So yeah. how does that know, work? We just talked about that. Yeah, um, the yes. math. How does yeah. that work? I know the math. Us.
3: Speaking of that, I said my daughter's three. She's four. Like I can't even still. <laughs> I dare yeah. and my about it because that makes me one year older. Also. Oh
2: dear. Well, when we first met you, you were at ThinkBank, mm-hmm. and you were a branch manager, I believe. When I first met you.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think back when we would have first met. That that's, but that's probably correct. Yep, right. Mm-hmm.
2: And then you made a change, and then you came back to think. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that time period of how, how was that change good for you? How what happened? in that time during your life? Sure. Let's and, start and there. Might hope.
3: To. I'll give a little backstory, I'll keep it brief, but I started at, at think, when it was IBM Mid America, and employees' federal credit union, in 2001. And That's so a long time ago. It was, it was. <laughs> as I tell my story, and you talk about how long you've, you've worked there, but so I started as a banker um, over the phone, um, and moved into the corporate building, and then moved into management of the phone center, and then moved out to the branch to be a branch manager. And that was the course of almost 15 years, I was at I Think, and got to be a part of the core conversion in 2010. It was a huge project and um, really enjoyed that work. Um, did some exciting things in the branch at West River, which is now East River. Um, and but. At that point in my life, I'd only ever worked at Think. It was my you know, first big girl job. And so was um, looking for an opportunity to kind of stretch my skills and experience. And there wasn't anything internally. And honestly, I was heartbroken. Um, I didn't want to leave. And so when I started looking outside um, to see just what was out there, I didn't even look at other banks, quite honestly. I knew that I could never work at another bank. Um, But as I started pursuing opportunities, um, took a role at Mayo Clinic, um, and really that, as I was looking externally. I wanted to go somewhere that had a really strong mission because that was important to me and that's what motivates me. And obviously we know that Mayo Clinic does. So that's what led me there. And I had a, a few roles in finance um, at Mayo Clinic and then moved into the operations side of the world. Um, and I was there for seven years and really learned an incredible amount of knowledge and um a completely different industry um, being in healthcare compared to banking. But I also really learned a lot about myself and about putting myself in a situation where I didn't know anyone or anything. And sure, there's some things that I took with me in my for my 15 years in in banking, but um, definitely outside my comfort zone. And so it was one of those experiences, like blood, sweat, and tears, of seven years where I gained a ton of skills, but also just a lot of confidence and knowing. Um, I think probably the biggest thing that I learned was you don't have to have all the answers to get things done and um, you know it's okay to make a decision and move forward and then if you have to pivot you do that and I don't know if I was that good at that before but Mm -hmm. um, I was very excited I always in the back of my mind hoped that somehow I would end up back at think Um, but as time went I didn't know if that was really realistic. Um, but as this opportunity um, this position was it's a newly created position and it was um, posted and um, I pursued the opportunity and it came to fruition and here I am and it really felt like coming home and so it's been just an incredible three and a half months so far. So did you reach out to them or did they reach out to you? You know, it, I still had a lot of really great friends, contacts at the bank. And so just through conversation, um, speaking of birthdays, it was someone's 40th birthday happy hour and it just came up through conversation at that event. And then um, I, I contacted the, um, the, pers- the hiring um, leader and just started a conversation and then went through the process.
2: Mm -hmm. So what would you say are the strongest one or two, the strongest skills that you brought back to think that you have to offer now because of your years at Mayo Clinic?
3: Um, I would say adaptability. I think that's one where just really, again, going back to not having all the answers and really trusting that you have a, a great team to lean on and that you don't have to replicate their work. And if you make a decision or you move forward with something, it also doesn't have to be perfect to roll it out. So how do you make it as great as possible and then wh- at what point are you pulse checking to, to pivot when needed? Um, and then I would just say, I think from a leadership perspective, I learned so much from each of the leaders that I had at my time at Think and also um, during my time at Mayo Clinic. And so I think taking pieces of that back, um, or taking that with me um, as, I, as I lead people is super important because I think developing um, the teams and the leaders within our organization is what's going to help us continue to be strong be a strong bank cool
0: so I have a question for you Mm -hmm. really quick we we maybe that we've been around (coughs) the community long enough we know a lot of people who work at think Mm -hmm. everyone seems to really enjoy their job what do you what have you put your finger on what it is about the culture that keeps people happy and enjoying their jobs at think bank
3: I, I really think it comes back to the mission and just knowing that everything that we do we put the customer at the center of and I think it makes a difference when you're all working towards the same goal And while there are various roles and you know it, it's there's you know from IT to being a teller to um, being in a support department to being a, a project manager I mean, various roles, but really, truly, everybody's mission is to make sure we're taking great care of the customer. And so as we think about, um, you know, the project worker making changes to our systems, how does that impact our customers? Of course, we have to make sure we think about how it impacts the employees who help us roll out those changes. But in the end, we're all working together to take care of customers. And I really think that it's that you just, and we make no exceptions for high standards in that space because that's what we that's what we expect. Because at the end of the day, there's a customer on the other side,
2: and that's part of your job title now. So mm-hmm. tell us more about that. Tell us what you're doing there to yeah. to enhance all of that.
3: Yeah. So so the the role VP of Business Innovation. What does that mean? That's, that's really a really good that's question. That's a big title. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> um, I think the good news is as we get to we're we're figuring it out. But I think in in. In essence, it really is. I get the opportunity to, to work with teams to enhance our systems, our processes, um, and what s- products and services we're offering to customers, and, and enhance our systems so that the role of each of our team members is easier so they can focus on taking care of customers. So, we want to improve again processes, procedures, um, and, and so that our systems are really working to the best of their abilities so that they can take great care of customers. That's ultimately what. So you kind of
2: touch all the departments. Mm
3: -hmm, I do, and it's funny because I was in retail for 15 years, you know, retail on the banking side, and thought that was my, you know, where I would would be my career. And really, um, um, kind of a blend of front-facing roles at Mayo, but a balance of that operational um, excellence and, and improving efficiencies, but ultimately on the other end, and then now being able to do that,
1: um, I think. So a couple questions. Sure. Um, I mean, obviously we are fans and we do business and we refer ThinkBank, but we also work with a lot of local banks. we had got a lot of great local banks here. And you did an excellent sales job on us years ago pulling us out of a national it was it was a long process. Do you remember? I do. <laughs> <laughs> because we were very entrenched in a, in a national bank, and and you you were very persistent uh, in a polite way. But um, I was on. I happened to be on Reddit uh, and the Rochester Reddit the, the, a couple days ago, and they said they they were joking about, you know, a, every time you see dirt, it's either a, ba- a bank or an apartment building, and we do have a lot of banks in town. Um, my take on that is it's certainly a sign of a growing community, mm-hmm. but from a banking position, can it be oversaturated? What do you see? What's okay. your take on the number of banks we have in town? Because sitting right here, I can see two, I mean, That's just looking out question. our window. Great question.
3: Yeah. And I think, I mean, right. So, so everyone has a choice and I think that we can't always be everything for everyone. and. I think every organization or business needs to know that, but what I do think is that what sets us apart is really our dedication and focus to the customer, and it's unwavering in everything that we do, and so that's what we control. And so we just stay focused on our mission, doing the right things for our customers, Customers talk about it. Um, sometimes we're really persistent when we mm-hmm. need to be. Um, and um, but I think it, and it's too. It's asking for the business. We are different, and so I think um, by having the ability to to show that in the service that we deliver, um, there may be other choices, but I think um, we're the best. So
1: I think even if I wasn't connected to think uh, personally and business wise, I would also always notice that. The outreach into the community, the things that you support, the things that you do, the places that, that employees show up to to support the Rochester community, which is, we are all passionate about, mm-hmm. um, I would that would always be of notice to me for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. I know, I and I think it's something they actually started um, in my my time away. But Think of Days is it's a day where every single employee is off work. And volunteers at organizations all across the community, um, and gives their time. And so, um, just to see—I don't know if you, if you follow us on social media—and you get to see all the posts of mm-hmm. people are are all over doing work, um, contributing to the to the community. And it's super fun to see. And that's just one example um, of the of think giving back. So,
2: so how does that happen? Do you do the employees get to pick what they want to do? Is it like you think signs up? and you go here you go there
3: tell us a little bit yeah.
2: about what the employees do there
3: you know uh, that's i have not got to be involved like with the actual process but from what i understand they have several organizations that you can Um, Kind of lined up that have projects that they would like assistance with and and employees can plug in and um, You might be you know painting a barn and you might be doing yard work You might be um, all there's all kinds of things um, working at Channel one so uh, multiple opportunities and and um, Just spread out throughout the community and the bank is closed for the day and Hmm. um, Everybody's out volunteering. What day is this? Um, It is a Holiday day, so um, uh, it would be really
0: hard to shut down a bank. Yeah, yes, it's, we don't really take tough. that lightly. No. Um <laughs> Christmas, we do yeah. this on Christmas. Everyone, like that's great, but I got a paycheck I have to deposit. Yeah, it's a federal holiday, so.
3: I'll I'll circle back and let you know what it Uh,
1: is for this. That's great. You You know, I I, I think the thing that strikes me most about what you just said um, about your journey is you took a chance and got outside of what you thought was your forever career and learned a lot you know and that is just uh, that that speaks a lot about you and it's something that i value because until we put ourselves out into a new situation or get out of our comfort zone we don't learn we don't learn um the things that 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 give us valuable lessons to move forward with so so good for you for doing that that's that's good
2: well we we always have to be learning and and you know i have always admired you just just as a woman in business i've always admired you besides being a friend and besides of that in those interactions we've had you you're very come across very very confident and very strong but you also have the ability to listen and to hear and to to so you that flexibility i believe is part of your core um but i've admired even the things that you've brought into my life so it doesn't surprise me that Think brought you back because you are a great asset to that company. So, oh, thank you.
0: <clears throat> I was just going to mention that you know, we've been very fortunate to be a part of a lot of community events, you know, whether it's something like Art on the Avenue or a gala, but it seems like almost every big fundraiser that we could go to around town Think plays a part in it. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool to see that Think has been able to be a significant donor to a lot of events, and that you're also present. You're not just showing up with a check, but that ThinkBank has a table of eight very happy people to be at, at a gala. Do you ever have to arm wrestle Larry to go to any of these? <laughs>
3: you know, it's funny you ask about arm wrestling. Um, but yes, um, you know, I, I think that the, the great thing is they give the opportunity to, to people within the organization, and some have a closer tie, maybe are a part of that organization, um and so but i do think it it's an it's an opportunity that is presented to many people and there are so many great great um great events and organizations where we get to spend our time and i would agree that i think people are there and happy to do it because it really is the you know the focusing on giving back to the community and those organizations are so important to what we do um, within the Rochester community and so anything we can do to support them and I think we're we're all happy to be there.
0: Yeah. I feel like we get to know some of the people and then mm-hmm. it really helps when I've got a call because I have a weird question on my <coughs> mortgage or something like that that there's somebody I know on the other end and trust mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. handle that.
3: Yeah, they're sitting right, you know, north of us here in Rochester. So it's yeah. nice to know that they're they're um, local and, and ready to answer your questions.
2: And if you call the wrong person, they're not not—they're not offended. They just no. oh, say, <laughs> let me see what I can do, and they help you yeah. anyway. It is a great culture. Um, so I'm a customer there, client, I, what do you call us? Customer. Customer. Mm-hmm. I'm a customer there, and I've got all my money in your bank, and what can you hint at? How is what you're doing going to benefit me? What's coming for the customers, that think, sure. that you think are gonna set yourself apart
3: you know I think that is that's what's exciting about, about my role but what I would also say is think has been innovative They've been innovative the entire time so just by creating this position uh, that's not anything new. I think the goal um, with my uh, with the innovation um, work is just really that we're making it. Um, even much more of a priority and so what are we offering products and service wise for our customers so that um, you can keep money within our bank and move it where you want to in real time and quicker I think that's probably the biggest thing right now is customers are focusing on how you can move money and move it where you want to uh, but we want you to keep it with us and, and move little bits at here and there right <laughs> um, but I think the other thing is kind of the digital experience and how can we be at your fingertips um, when so that you can can access your banking how you want to when you need to but I also think that I would say that we're still in person and so it's not always digital it's not always it's great that you can make a phone call but you can also walk into a branch and you can talk to somebody you can talk to somebody to open an account or, or talk to someone about a mortgage or insurance or your investments and so we're here and open for business. And I think after COVID, it was, you know, as we talked about when I arrived today, just kind of the difference in the landscape of work and being at home and, and, um, but our doors are are open. And whether you wanna you know bank with us digitally um, or you wanna walk in in person, we're ready to help.
1: When I think back, um, because obviously I've been selling real estate for over 25 years, and I think back about When somebody would bring an approval letter from IBM Credit Union, we would just cringe and almost run the other way because IBM Credit Union was so difficult to deal with. Um, You would never be able to speak to a person. You'd have to go through these dial prompts and never get a call back. So to come from there to where you are now as a bank, um, I mean, there's a lot of big companies across the globe that have had to transition. Some of them do do it well, and others don't. But just sitting here listening to all the conversation, it is just it's it's almost unbelievable from where you came from to where you are today. You know, just an invisible phone person setting up in that blue building, on the hill, to somebody's out in the community, friendly, user friendly. It's it's great.
2: And partnering.
1: Easy for you to say. You got it. (laughs) You'll be all right. (laughs) And you join with us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You join with us um, in the real estate from the mortgage side because... What made the IBM experience a little more difficult was that there was a confidentiality, and it was difficult to get information. yeah and and with with thinkbank now, the information is so available, so, and they are ready to help. They're ready to. I mean, when you walk into a closing, the money's there before you are, those kinds of things. It's just, Really, really a smooth process. So that that part of it has enhanced our business because we're comfortable having clients go, and we do use other institutions. I mean, there are choices and there are places that and there's good ones are a good fit. Yeah, it, um, b- but we just simply do not have to worry about it mm-hmm. when it's coming from Think. Though.
1: The transaction we just closed. We had a listing in Austin, and it was an Austin lender who I was familiar with, uh, so we had the listing, but their communication and I mean it was just it was amazing so it's 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 good to have a bank that is on top of things and that
2: was an estate and so part of the siblings signed in Austin and part of them signed in Rochester and Rochester title made that all come together and and that lender was on top of all of that communicating to all those people who were fragmented it was just it was a very um, it was a very positive experience. Yep. Okay.
0: What a seismic change in the banks in the last 25 years. By the way, and how wonderful it is to work with Think, but what we think was, mm-hmm. you know, you yep. look at an approval letter or anything like that, but just the difference in the way we banked 25 yep. years ago. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, when when will um, when will lending go digital? I mean, what we hear out of out of our title companies is that we're waiting for the lenders to get up. We do almost e-signatures, we do a lot of stuff digitally now, but the lenders are not there.
3: Talk to us a little bit about the why. Is that you, is that?
1: Not you personally. Yeah, I was (laughs) just gonna say,
3: that's a a great question that I don't have an answer to. Um, And I think, you know, there was a lot of investment in what um, kind of moving into the digital space, if you will, from a lending perspective for the, the applicants, right, through that process and being able to do it online and especially during the time when, you know, people weren't in person, and so there was a big shift to that, being able to, I, I don't have an answer for you. I think what I would say is maybe in six months I could come back and we could talk about it again because I think as we also look into what are the enhancements that are available within our systems, are there other vendors we would consider partnering with to be able to offer something along those lines? That's, that is, um, would have to, to be determined and you'd be so good at that.
2: <laughs> Tell us a little bit about. Uh, let's move on here. To um, you, you have done a lot with your life. And who, who's your mentor? Who, if you if you had someone that you could just living or not, mm-hmm. that you could just sit down with and pick their brain and go, help me be better. Yeah,
3: I would say. I mean, I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but I really truly from a leadership perspective, uh, and not always my leaders, but in the various roles I've had, I always have taken away something from either my leader or someone on that team. I learn, and learn a lot from the people that, that I support in my leadership roles. So I, I think I just you know tend to take away small little pieces as you learn in an interaction, or you learn in an experience, or you learn through a project of things that you just wouldn't do again, or that you can take away and go, oh, that was that was brilliant, and I'm going to steal that. Um, but I would say, too, I have a, a close, I feel like I landed in the neighborhood I did for, for a good reason, and I have a good uh, neighbor who's become a very good friend and mentor to me. She's in a, a different industry, but I think um, you know from a business perspective i her and i can sit down and really talk things through um, to learn about you know what's happening in the market and what that does for her landscape and, and ours um, but also leadership challenges um, she's a, a another woman in leadership which so i think you know just taking pieces of that away from how that um, might be different and how you approach something so i think i would say that um Probably from a consistency perspective, uh, I, I try to get her here often. Mm. So nice, mm-hmm. nice. I think you're placed in, placed in places for a reason, which goes back to our yep. story. Because
0: yep.
3: uh, if it weren't for the two of you, I wouldn't be living in the neighborhood I am. So. <laughs>
0: And you have a great (laughs) house. Thanks. So we're about to wrap it up, and we want to be respectful of your time so you can go back to innovating. (laughs) Um, What is it? What is the special sauce in Rochester that that keeps you here? I mean, you've been here since sixth grade. You graduated Mm -hmm. from which high school? Mayo High School. From Mayo Mm -hmm. High School. Awesome. Go Spartans. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you love about being here?
3: You know, I think it really. It, it, there's probably a couple different components, but I would say we really have a strong support system with our family, and so um, even as you know, you think about different career choices and where your career might take you. Um, I, after I uh, had children and, and settled into this the wonderful home, um, it made it really challenging to think about leaving because of that, because of the support system. But I also think it's about the community and um, feeling, I f- think it feels inclusive and that there are, um, again, good people to connect with. There's great organizations that, that um, you want to help support. I just think in general, um, it's a very welcoming and um, safe place to live and raise a family. So...
0: That's dog. awesome. And you never really feel anonymous at the grocery store. I feel like there's right. always someone that we know in a community <laughs> this yes. size. You. Almost always one yes. person Actually, you run across. When you're
3: trying to sneak in and out. And
0: hope, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have
2: a story about that because Becca, Becca taught me this in life. Uh, Ron and I were doing a project in our kitchen and it was like a Sunday morning early and he said, "Come on, we'll go to Home Depot. We'll get this figured out. And I went, here I was, you know, in the middle of this project, and I showed up, and I, I hear Becca's voice behind me, and I cringed and I, because I had no makeup on, and I was just, you know, turned around, and there she was, and she had no makeup on, and I went, Becca taught me it's okay to go to Home Depot without <laughs> makeup. It's okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a Sunday morning. You've got to work on stuff.
2: And I that's do. I, I love that about about her, the realness in her life, so that's pretty cool.
0: All right. Becca DeYoung with ThinkBank. Is there anything you wanted to give out as far as your contact info or just go to ThinkBank? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I
3: think that's probably the other thing I'll just add. And you talked about the change in the approach, um, maybe from your experiences early on, but is really that team, the team aspect. So you can come in and anyone will help you. And so it doesn't matter who you started with, um, which you can also get them, but if mm-hmm. they're not available, anyone can help. So I would just say, come and visit us if you want to in person, we're we're there to we're there to help, or we're also just a phone call away.
0: Awesome. All right, Becca, thank you very much for being here today.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: You bet. All right, and you can find us at whitemanbrock.com. Again, that's w-i-g-h-t-m-a-n-b-r-o-c-k.com. Thank you for listening.